my dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM, the big Q&A program. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru, currently ministering at Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Church here in the southern part of Adelaide, as well as Meros, as well as uh, Sinai Seventh-day Adventist Church Company there in Davran Park in the northern suburbs of Adelaide. Welcome once again to the big Q&A program. Friends, I'm so happy that you have tuned in. I look forward to spending the next hour with you as we uh, study from Scripture, as we hear our co-host for today share on a very interesting uh, subject tonight. We have the following theme, the Bible and the paranormal in the faithless world. That is the theme which we have been covering throughout this whole week. And if you are interested in the re- Pre-recordings of the uh, previous presentations, you can find them at faithfm.com.au. That is faithfm1word.com.au. However, tonight we will be focusing on this particular topic under the same theme. And the topic is how should the biblical Christian uh, relate to the supernatural in films and gaming? How should the biblical Christian Relate to these things. Uh, friends, if you have been following the media, you would, you would have noticed that, um, there's an element of spirituality in most films, whether it be films that are made, uh, in Hollywood or Bollywood or Nollywood. <laughs> Probably haven't heard of those uh, terms before. Bollywood, of course, I believe it's in uh, India and Nollywood in Nigeria. So in both, uh, in fact, let me just put it this way. In most films and videos, there's always an element of spirituality. And so we are interested Therefore, to know how a Christian should relate to the supernatural in these films and and the games of which uh, many people play today. Today, I have a wonderful co-host, yours and yours and truly, is that how you put it? <laughs> yours truly, uh, Pastor Hugh Hinnan. Welcome, Pastor Hugh. How are you? Oh, it's really good to be here, Fabiana. <laughs> I'm really well. And can I just add to that list that you were um, enunciating a few moments ago? What right. about Wellywood? Oh, Wellywood. You know, Wellington, All right. Yeah, Windy Wellington over there. Ah, and uh, the weather workshops. Uh, yes. That's yes. where we've blown in from New Zealand back ah, home to Australia. I see. And wonderful. then, of course, uh, I don't know what we call it here in Australia. Would it be Aussiewood? Probably. Yeah. Where would that even That'd be? That'd be a great name. Yeah. yeah I, I, I wish we could say that it was in Adelaide, but I guess it's probably more Gold Coast and Sydney, right? It, it probably would be. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I studied film actually before I came into the ministry, mm. and uh, it's as if there is no, I guess there's not talk about films here in Adelaide. There is a studio, uh, but... You know, we always look up to Sydney. You know, that's where the big <laughs> stuff happens. It's quite interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, welcome once again to Faith FM, our radio program. And, uh, how have you been this week, uh, Pastor Hugh? Oh, I've been well. It's been, yes. it's been great to yes. just uh, begin to, uh, I, I guess, have a sense of and feel that we're coming towards the end of the year. We're coming to mm. a season now where yes, it's very yes. much uh, Advent yes. uh, season, yes. uh, where we're remembering that uh, that God himself took on human flesh and became Amen. one of us. And, and there's something very yeah. special about 
the fact, I think, mm. that uh, with all our busyness and with yes. all that's gone on in this year, yes. you know, from COVID to whatever, yes. that this year uh, is now coming towards its close and yes. our focus becomes a shared common ah, focus yes. of, of Christ. Globally. Um, mm. Yeah, irrespective of which, which pathway we're coming from, yeah. uh, thankfully we can say that uh, that Christ is the, the reason for the season. So, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying that so that's, much. And I hope that our listeners are enjoying that too. And that's right. We'll have a very deep and meaningful Christmas right. and right. uh, uh, and series of worship events uh, this coming month. Amen. And mm. you know, one thing that just came to my mind, uh, there in the Middle East, I believe it might be in the AU, um, um, uh, United Arabs. Um, oh, the UAE. UAE, that's it. I was thinking, wait a minute, I've got that wrong. <laughs> UAE, that's Some it. That's it. Out there. Yes. All right. Um, yeah, apparently they just changed the uh, weekend uh Days to be from Friday midday, something like that, to Sunday. What, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> so, in other words, it's no longer just Saturday, Sunday. Mm. It's part of Friday mm-hmm. and then Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> hey, I, I can see the uh, the Islamic rationale uh, for that. Of course, being mm. Friday being the, the exactly. holy day, yes, uh, yes, or worship day for for Muslims. But yes. uh, um, from a from a personal point of view, yes. anything that enlarges the weekend, uh, Fabiano, <laughs> I don't I don't tend to mind too much. Yes, so <laughs> if, right. if it's going to be three days a week instead of two, uh, I say bring it on. Sounds mm, sounds good to mm, me. Mm. Yeah, no, nah, you know, just that just came to my mind simply because we. Entering that time of the year when your mind also just wants to rest, mm. it's quite interesting. But yes, uh, I was also reading uh, on a particular website, and uh, this could be you know our world watch actually for today. Um, something that I thought would be interesting to share, uh, not that it's prophetic in nature, but something that I thought, hey, this really plugs in well with what we are saying today. Uh, I'll just read it here. It says, soon after World War Two. Uh, Winston, Winston Churchill was visiting the White House when he is said uh, to have had an, an uncanny experience. Having had a long bath with a scotch and cigar, he <laughs> reportedly walked into the adjoining bedroom only to be met by the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. Unflappable. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's an interesting word. Unflappable. Even while completely naked, Churchill apparently announced Good evening, Mr. President. You seem to have me at a disadvantage. The spirit, the spirit smiled and vanished. And I thought, interesting. Uh, the reason why I bring this up is because these are the kind of things we see in the, in, in films. Mm. Um, I remember a while ago, um, now I cannot comment on the, the current films. Um, I happen not to be attending theaters and uh, cinemas uh, for quite a number of years now. But I remember, though, once when I used to, I saw a film, Peter Pan and Wonderland, I think it's called. And there's a lot of these, even the, even in the children films like Simba, uh, 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 Lion King, you know, there's always an element of Spirituality, mm. just like in this story of uh, Winston Churchill, this 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 is not strange to the people of today, mm. and uh, people seem to just believe in this paranormal, uh, I guess, sphere or this that there is something spiritual, though they may not confess, 
uh, you know, to subscribe to any faith. I don't know if you've noticed that. I, I, I found this story to be, yeah, the kind of thing you've seen films. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Yes, I think we're seeing a great preponderance of that these days. Mm. And it seems like it's just growing and growing year by year. Yeah. Uh, and if anything, it's, it's a theme that is being uh, explored more deeply right. uh, as time goes forward. Yes. And I must say from an ever darker perspective. Mm. Yeah, from, yeah, from yeah, very, yeah, true, Very true. dark, uh, even very creepy or, yes, yes. or uh, fearsome yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. perspective. I mean, you think about the amount right. of horror films out there these days mm. Um, mm. that that draw upon yes. uh, the occult, that draw upon uh, dark spiritualism and supernatural forces and so on. Mm. Um, it, it, there's a whole lot of that out there these days. And I have to confess that yes. whilst I haven't darkened the door of a cinema for, for many years, the fact uh-huh. is that uh, I began to look at trailers right. online yeah, from the yeah. perspective of thinking, okay, well, what's happening out there in the world? What's mm. going on? Mm. Um, keeping up to date with what's yes. happening yes, um, yes. And, and being aware. But also, um, you know, should we ever see a film yeah, I want to know ahead yes. of time what it's going to be like, yeah. uh, and what those sort, what what kind of films are being produced by what directors, yeah. with respect to my children, right. and, and so from those two perspectives, I began to watch a whole lot of these trailers. Ah. Interesting. But it's become very clear to me yes. uh, in doing so, because I did this for, I don't know, probably about uh, four or five years, and yeah. it's only been the last year or so I've stopped doing so uh, yeah. to such an extent, yeah. um, because uh, it just was getting darker and darker, and the percentage of these sorts of films mm. uh, are now so uh, skewed in that direction. Right. Uh, out of right. all the various different uh, genres that exist out there. Right. There's such a huge number now that, yeah, that focus yeah. in this area. That's right. uh, and so if a film doesn't have the supernatural, um, it will, it will certainly. I think it will be boring. <laughs> to a lot of people, maybe. <laughs> to a lot of people. They've been conditioned, yeah. uh, you could say. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah or it will be yeah, dark, it will be yeah, sinister, or yeah. it will be, uh, it, it will be something which will turn morals very much on their head. It will be mm. very violent, it will be yeah, very sexually yeah. immoral. Yeah. Um, it, if it doesn't have those elements, it seems like it doesn't seem to have too much of a place yeah. outside of the G rating. And you've right, even mentioned right. just now. Yeah. That even within G rating and PG rating, yes, yes. Uh, that we do find these elements interwoven as well. Mm, it's mm. interesting, isn't it? That, that That's it right. seems to be That's right. the formula for yeah. making films these days. Yeah. There is a website, um, in fact, I can think of two that uh, we've used uh, before just to check certain films. Mm. And uh, you're right, some of the G rated and PG rated films. Um, when we would go to this website just to check the contents, mm. you know, they would say, ah, oh, there's mild of nudity. There's, uh, <sighs> there's this and there's that. There might be two or three, but still they're in there. Mm. Uh, and, uh, so I'm just commenting on the fact that you're saying that, yeah, definitely does seem like, uh, um, some of, uh, uh, uh of the films today seems mm. to, I guess, have the morals, uh, some have, tend to have the morals upside down and yes. uh, sinister schemes are no longer a thing to be frowned at. That's and right. uh, I remember once I even saw this ad on the on the bus uh, with this uh, film titled Maleficent, I believe. Oh, yes. And, and so I thought, hey, let me Google this. Let me see what this is all about. And I said, man, yeah, things are changing. <laughs> yeah, it, things are getting darker. But uh, I, I even the very best mm. of stories mm. that that mm. have been celebrated for generations, yeah. maybe even for centuries, yeah. uh, that have been used for the uh, for the moral development of children, right. have been turned upside down and reversed, Interesting. Interesting. if you will, so that yeah. the characters which were once characters of light or characters of ah. of goodness are now turned over and become characters that are somewhat shadowy or, right. or questionable yeah. uh, at best. Okay. Uh, sometimes okay. uh, become uh, characters 
characters that uh, portray what is what is evil, mm. but almost in a heroic way. Interesting. Yeah. You know, so, in other words, things uh, light has become darkness, and darkness yeah. has become light. Oh wow! And, and, and these things become very confused. <laughs> uh, so, I guess that really is is very really emblematic of the times in which of we're living today. Yeah. Yes. I guess uh, just before we move on to the next segment, I've enjoyed a. Some of the reviews given uh, and the analysis given by a ministry called uh, Little Light Studios, uh, where they analyze some of these things just to show mm. you the moral undertones that yes. I found in some of these uh, films. And it's just quite interesting to see that truly uh, we do live in a different era. And mm-hmm. um, um, yeah, the Christian, I guess, norms and ethics and, you know, those things which we will, I guess, uh, categorize to be, uh, as, uh, um, uh, how do we put this? Just, yeah, that's just the, just the Christian ethics and norms and, and so forth. Morals. That's it. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, yeah, they, they, they are being frowned at and just like you're saying, but I've got mm-hmm. this question. Uh, why do so many people, um, Considering the fact that, according to the census, the recent census says that more and more people are taking the uh, not religion uh, mm. box. Why do or why as many people today uh, still find the paranormal so interesting and exciting? Why are people? I I don't know why. Why do people still love these spiritual? And, in, and engaging in the spiritual realm. It's a really intriguing question, isn't it, yeah, Fabiana? Yeah. I'm really glad you asked that because because okay. I agree with you. I'm seeing more and more that whilst people are becoming less uh, about a, a very, uh, uh, one could say, uh, uh, ordered or uh, into an organized sense of religion, yeah. uh, more and more people are certainly into the spiritual, as, as it's often termed. Okay. You know, I, I'm not religious, yeah. I'm spiritual. <laughs> I've heard of know? that term. And, yeah. and yeah, it's really yeah. interesting that in saying that, of course, religion just simply means an order of life or a That's rule right. of life That's or the right. way that we have um, decided to live, and mm. maybe it's in, in conformity with with uh, values that, that we consider to be higher than the values that, yes. uh, or the highest of values, and yes. that, that for us as Christians is the values that, are, that have been uh, shared by Christ and That's lived right. out by Him, yeah. uh, and and so religion is not really a dirty word, and yet in the minds of many it is. Yeah. Uh, interesting, it is interesting, isn't it? And yet, and so uh, I'm simply spiritual. But then, what does that mean? Mm. And so people are very much drawn, like a yeah. moth to the flame, uh-huh. uh, towards you know um, this this whole idea that there is more to life. There's more right. than just the seen. There is the unseen, the invisible, mm. the metaphysical that exists beyond our five senses, right. uh, yeah. and and. Yeah. This seems to be something that a lot of people intuitively right. uh, uh, know to be true. Uh, and and at other times as well, it's amazing mm. to me the number of people I meet who are not particularly, as they would say, religious, and yes. yet they have on the experiential level wow. uh, encountered the supernatural. And so perhaps yeah. it shouldn't surprise yeah. us yeah. that when we look at movies uh-huh. – that you know that old axiom that <laughs> that uh, that art imitates life and life imitates art. Yes, uh, still holds true. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's a reflective yeah. mirror to the lived human experiences wow. uh, that we have in the world today. Mm. And so, uh, really, perhaps it's just indicating to us that uh, these things are very much a real part of our existence. That's right. Wow, mm. that's that that is fascinating. Now, I'd like to engage with our listener. Listen, it it would be really nice to hear your take on. 
the trend that we're seeing in films mm, today. Yes. Um, what are your thoughts? Are you also noticing the same thing? Uh, maybe some of the older generation, are you seeing a shift mm. uh, towards uh, more of the darker side of things? And, and, uh, and, and uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, what are you seeing? Or are things, or are we just, uh, or have we, uh, or are we just looking at, at this from uh, a different lens uh, comparing to what you're saying? Yeah, once again, do get in touch with us and, Send us a text, of course, to zero four triple eight eight oh eight eleven. That is the number zero four triple eight. 80811. You can almost sing that. So hopefully you won't forget that. Yeah, please do let us know. Let's talk. Let's chat. Uh, send us a text. Yes. And, uh, yes, listeners. And please do send in requests for Fabiana to sing because I, I get this feeling there's just this something bubbling up within my brother over here who just wants to burst into song every time he's on the radio. Oh, uh, hey, no, I do love singing. So maybe, <laughs> yes. maybe one day, who knows? Might have to speak to the uh, organizer of the, uh, of the draft time show Good to idea. say, See if we could offer a special item. But let us come to a word of prayer and then we will, uh, share a few, uh, giveaways, uh, that uh, you can actually, uh, 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 get. And then we'll come to a music and then we'll plunge uh, straight into the, um, uh, the study of today. So let us pray first. Father in heaven, creator of heaven and earth, the great God I am. Lord, we thank you. Uh, for this day uh, and this hour, um, you are the great God I am, as the Bible says, um, and you are the uh, sustainer of life, and we thank you for life. We thank you that you have a plan for uh, our salvation, and Lord, we thank you for this time where we could actually study together from Scripture and uh, discuss on a very interesting and yet more relevant uh, topic. Uh, so as to um, hear what your Holy Spirit has to say to each one of us, we pray that you may lead us into a closer relationship with Christ. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, dear friend, I'd like to share that uh, we have a free giveaway, the book Messiah, Uh uh, put together by Jerry D. Thomas. And uh, Jerry D. Thomas uh, took a beautiful, um, highly recommended book, Desire of Ages. And, and he just somehow put it, put that beautiful book in a more contemporary uh, format that uh, so, so as to be appreciated by many people and especially some of the younger generations. Uh, a beautiful book. Messiah. But I highly recommend, this is my own personal take on this, that if you are interested in the original copy uh, and get the depth from the original copy, that you actually look into the book Desire of Ages. But if you're interested in this wonderful adaptation um, um, and more contemporary version of the Messiah, I would highly recommend that you send in a code word to the same number, 04888. 80811 and the code word is SA28. Once you do that, the Faith FM bot will reply asking you for your details so that way we could actually get the necessary details to send you this gift. So please, dear friends, that is SA28. That is the code word SA as in South Australia and the number 28. So if you are interested, please do send that, uh, that code word. So please do stay with us. Uh, we are going to uh, uh, a song, a short break. We'll listen to some music and then after that we'll come back and uh, plunge deep into the subject. So please do listen to this beautiful song by a good friend of mine, Marlita Fong. A beautiful song, Mary Did You Know? 
Would someday walk on water Mary, did you know That your baby boy Would save our sons and daughters Did you know That your baby boy Has come to make you What a beautiful song that was. I welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Fabiano and our co-host, Pastor Hugh Hinnan, a minister of religion and uh, a uh, pastor in two churches here in South Australia, both at Trinity Gardens as well as um, a uh, then Mawson Lakes at uh, Grace. <laughs> I was waiting for that faith, faith, yes. faith Adventist, Adventist <laughs> Center. Yes, yes, but but there is They're a very grace. Close. There is a Grace uh, Adventist Center too, and we That's we do right. love our brothers and sisters Amen. there up there Amen. in the western side of uh, That's Adelaide. Right. Yes. That's right. Well, yes. you you're listening to Faith FM, and we are covering this great topic: How should the Christian? Biblical Christian relate to the supernatural in films and gaming. And this is under the theme, the Bible, the paranormal in a faithless world. So let me ask this question directly to you, Pastor. Mm. How should a Christian relate to the supernatural in films and gaming? Well, I guess as we were saying before, Fabiano, mm. um, and in, to some extent we've kind of covered a lot of ground uh, already in our program on this topic. Yeah. Um, we should simply, for a starter, say, well, it's good to know 
yeah. that uh, when it comes to to films, when it comes to video games, mm. that there is an acknowledgement, there yes. is a realization that such a realm exists, Wonderful. and that such a realm is one that has uh, real world effects, yeah, as yeah. it were, in terms of the the different scenarios that are spun out in movies and oh. also in video games. And so, um, is it all bad? Mm. Not necessarily. Um, That's right. And why do I say that? Well, because, uh, frankly speaking, yeah. uh, it is a, a, a recognition that these things are, are, are part and parcel of our lives. Wonderful. And that we need to have some sort of perspective. We need to mm. have somewhere where we stand yes. uh, in order to, um, to, to understand and to, to relate to and uh, to, uh, I, I guess you could say, dealing with such uh, entities, which oftentimes where you see people being depicted in films and also in video games as feeling somewhat helpless and, and uh, unable to defend themselves, um, it's good to know that, biblically speaking, having not only just acknowledged their existence, we mm. also have protection that God is willing to grant us yes. with regards to these sorts of uh, spiritual entities or beings or right. supernatural forces. Mm. Um, there. So it's important for us to, I think, just simply start out by saying that does that mean that all depictions of the supernatural are intrinsically wrong or evil or uh, wrong-headed? Mm. And and the answer to that is is clearly no. Definitely uh, not. Because when you look at the pages of Scripture, mm. we see there that Scripture grapples with these sorts of questions as well yes, yes. and talks about very real instances in people's lives, uh, including in the ministry of Jesus, where uh, he encountered the supernatural. Right. Uh, and it's very instructive to us yes. when we look through the lens of Christ uh, that that we see someone who who uh, uh, informs us as to what how we ought to see mm. these things if we are in order to continue to live the abundant life and not one threatened or made to feel uh, an inordinate amount of fear yeah. and cons- and worry uh, that would oft times accompany such a supernatural event. Um, and so, really, I think. Uh, uh, we as Christians ought to simply say, well, these things are so, these things exist. Yes. But we have a message of hope to share with regards to these, uh, these events as well. We are not powerless in the face of the supernatural. <clears throat> we have a God, yes. uh, who was able to protect us and who was able to go, uh, who was able to go in front of us, before us and lead the way uh, and grant us peace in these situations as well. Should we seek them out? Well, that's a different question. <laughs> and I think that, uh, that perhaps, uh, there is something to be said for, uh, perhaps not seeking these things out of our own volition, mm. uh, and looking to immerse ourselves in darkness. Right. I think rather instead we should be immersing ourselves and irradiating ourselves or allowing ourselves to be such in the light of God and of His Word. I think that's wow. a much safer, better place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, should we <clears throat> be concerned that there is the supernatural in films and games? Not always and not necessarily, but mm. as to how they're depicted. Exactly. Uh, and, and how the messages that accompany them are, are twisting and distorting uh, very susceptible and uh, impressionable minds, particularly of the young. Yes. Uh, I think we should be rightly concerned with that, where, where that is uh, uh, concerned. That's right. Wow, that's, that, that's fascinating. So mm. from what I'm hearing, just because there are supernatural um, elements in films and games, mm. in fact, it could be a good thing because it really awakens the mind to the reality that hey, we don't just we are not just living in the physical world, mm. and that's and that's it. There is a yes. spiritual realm as well. Um, but but you're right. Um, now it 
I guess, you know, what we should be concerned about is the message, primarily the message that is being brought out. Mm. Um, and, uh, maybe how, uh, yeah, well, it, it is, it really comes back really to the message mm. that is being brought mm. up. Now, so for a Christian then, yes, um, seeing that, like we were saying that, uh, in films and games, uh, the, this supernatural tends to lean more on the darker side and, mm. and that is increasingly so today. Um, yeah, how should we relay that as, as for a Christian? Yes. In particular. Well, I think you've, you've hit the nail on the head there, really, yeah. Fabiana, when you say that it's the message that is shared with it or that accompanies it yeah. or uh, that um, is being uh, really propagated mm. or, or propagandized, if, yeah. if you might say, um, <clears throat> by means of the supernatural element within films and within games. Uh-huh. Uh, because Let's face it, in the Bible we see how that there is a grand struggle, a great controversy between good and evil, between Christ and Satan, between forces of light and forces of darkness. Okay. Uh, and, and, and what we see there is that the heroic, yes. the, 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 the valorous, the, yes. the virtuous, uh, overcome. Yes. But what we oftentimes see, sadly, in a lot of what is being uh, produced uh, by video games, films, and other media yes. in today's world is that, uh, is a very confused, uh, understanding of things, yeah. uh, whereby the, the, what is considered evil uh-huh. is, there's a question mark raised, you know, as to, well, maybe this is someone that's relatable. Mm. Maybe it's someone who's actually admirable. Yes. And sometimes we even see how that, uh, that, uh, clearly the, the anti-hero, yes. as sometimes we hear it termed now, uh, <laughs> is someone that is glorified in mm, some way. Interesting. A- and, uh, this is where I think we, things have taken a, a very sinister twist and turn wow. in a lot of what we're seeing play out today. And this yeah. is particularly true, not only in film, because there's always a lens, there's always perspective. That okay. is being projected and shared right. uh, to the viewer, and particularly if you are uh, uh, allowing yourself to to be exposed to that perspective time and time and over and over again, mm. then you start. Mm. You cannot help but begin yeah. uh, to to have that perspective take some sort of root in your mind and begin wow. to influence you. But how much more so when it comes to role playing video games, where you take mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. role, the character, mm-hmm. yep. the the yep. the behaviours. Yep. Of that, uh, of that entity within the game. I just want to share a little few thoughts on that because I think it's really important to point out that, yes. that films and particularly these sorts of role playing video games, yes. they really function as rituals of order making. Wow. Um, they, they, they're really creating spaces of play yes. and of entertainment in yes. which whatever the element is that's driving it, maybe it's violence, <clears throat> maybe it's gore, yes. maybe it's horror, maybe right. it's, um, uh, uh hyper or overt sexualization, whatever it happens to be, mm. is a performative mode right. of being okay. and, and, okay. and a sorting and a sifting of, yes. of good and evil, but in newly negotiated ways. <laughs> and, Interesting. And, and so, that, so that what is evil is not lo- no longer seen quite so as evil. <clears throat> and unlike what the prophet Isaiah says yes. in Isaiah 5 and verse 20, yes. that, uh, that these are a people who call sour sweet and sweet sour, who call darkness light and light darkness, right. uh, in in other words, an upside down um, or wrong side up yes. uh, set of values uh, that uh, that leave, in many cases, people feeling mm. dissatisfied, mm. no longer feeling wholesome, yeah. no longer feeling uh, complete, but rather feeling rather jagged edged uh, <laughs> and and uncertain about the world in which they live. And I think this is really important <clears throat> because the fact is that when we play a game, yes. to, to play a game or to engage uh, in the the 
the gamefulness and the entertaining nature of films for that matter too is really to engage yes. in an ordered cosmos wow it's really wow. to engage in this in this uh this realm yes uh, that has been constructed for us, mm-hmm. and it really requires us to give ourselves over to predetermined rules and processes that yeah. are outside of our control. Yeah. And so, in other words, we are accepting that this is uh, an acceptable, or maybe it is a uh, uh, a somewhat reasoned or um, a way of looking at things right. and way of living out life in the world around us. Mm-hmm. Um, and this becomes problematic, particularly when uh, it becomes there's a certain degree of glorification that goes with it right. that uh, undermines a sense, as you were saying before, an, a, 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 um, of absolute uh, uh, morality. Uh-huh. And uh, that, uh-huh. that's, that's really quite troublesome. Um, right. so, so really, the, these sorts of entertainments yes. have gone beyond being entertainments. They've gone to the, st- the extent now of being uh, <clears throat> a, a way of looking at the world Right. Particularly if we're spending many, many hours, yes. maybe in some cases spending <laughs> days and nights uh, doing these things, yes. watching these things, playing these things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in which we can assume that the we're really assuming the the thinking yes. of the programmer, yes. and we're becoming programmed, we're becoming conditioned by mm. what we're seeing. In the Bible, the Apostle Paul puts it this way: He says in First uh, Corinthians, yes. uh, or rather in Second Corinthians, he points out that um, by beholding, we become changed. changed. You know, and this yeah. was this was a um, this was how we were designed that right. we would look into the face of God, we would look to God, and we would have the ultimate, best, and most wonderful teacher that there is. And yes. by imitating God, yes. we'll become more like God. Mm. And that you couldn't ask for a much better um, uh, situation or any better tutor than than to have that in the case of God. But mm. what we see here is that we now have. Um, uh, others simply coming along and taking the place mm. of uh, that tutorial with God, and so by be- by beholding such things, yeah. or violence, and so on, and maybe even killing, even if it's virtually hundreds yeah. of people, thousands of people in the virtual realm, mm. uh, we are beginning to take on the values that are that are associated with such things and the feelings that are because our brain, yes. neurologically speaking can't really tell the difference. Right. Yep, um, yep, yep, know, on a yep. conscious level, we can tell ourselves that, no, this is just a game. Okay. But we take the game with us into the world. Oh, that's, that's huge. Because we that, have now lived in that realm. We've now lived in that world, mm, perhaps in some cases mm, more than what we have in the real world. I well, know. That's scary. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> that is scary. Mm. It reminds me of Isaiah 5.20 which says, What to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter, like you, mm. you know, the same text that you just quoted there. Mm. I, I think, um, yeah, there is, a, there is danger in, in, in just soaking in everything and not sifting. Uh, and uh, there is, a, you know, for Christian, I do believe that uh, there is, uh, we, we need to follow the Philippians 4 8, you know, whatever yes. is good, whatever is lovely, whatever is praiseworthy, whatever is of good report. Obviously, mm. I'm mixing now the order of things here. <laughs> but, you know, whatever is, you know, praiseworthy, mm. something that will bring honor and glory to God. I'm thinking, hey, if you use that as a litmus paper uh, to what you watch, what you play, and everything, I'm thinking, you know, it reminds me of a young person who wants to say, ah, oh, that means I'm going to have to get rid of my. A, B, C, D, video games. And I said, hey, <laughs> go and pray about it. You know, and, and this general, and this young person was f- truly convicted. Mm. Because once you start looking at things from the lenses of the Bible, 
uh yeah uh, if you're honest there are some things that uh, uh you will struggle to continue watching and playing uh, yes. but uh but just before we go to a break I, i'll just like to ask maybe for those who might not be from a christian uh background uh who may i guess uh watch some of these darker films and see nothing wrong with them mm. uh does the bible uh give anything that says hey this is bad, this is good in terms of morality. Is, is there mm. a, I mean, for us as Christians, for those who are listening as Christians, they're probably not, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know the filter that I can apply here. But for a person who is not of faith, uh, uh, not a Christian, um, and they just want to know, they're probably listening right now. And in fact, if you are listening, please do send us a text. Uh, we would like to hear from anyone who's listening, where you're listening from. We would like to interact and see what your thoughts are on this subject. But, um, what does, yeah, for us as Christians, once again, we know, we know the filter. We mm. know what you're talking about here. But for those who are not of faith, uh, or not Christians, what does the Bible say about what is even what is right? Or does the Bible what, you know, what can we say to these people so they are, have more clarity on that? Um, because like we said, there's a plethora, there's a lot of things mm. happening now in the video games and, and, and the films. Um, I mean, how do you tell? Does the Bible give any, uh, uh what do we call it? Any, uh, thing that you could use to say, yeah, that's evil. According at least according to the Bible, mm. yeah, that's not evil. Um, any rules, any commandments, or anything? What do you think? Okay, so you want to look at that just now before the break? Ah, uh, just, yeah, just briefly, sure. briefly. Well, just just really quickly. Then the answer quickly is yes. I mean, um, in the Old Testament, we have the Ten Commandments, right. and uh, we saw that uh, God outlined those things which are uh, supportive of life and yeah. of morality. <clears throat> you know, to to be honest, uh, right. to to not kill, but rather to uphold life, to yes. to uh, to not commit adultery, um, but to be faithful in our relationships and be trustworthy in those. Um, and, and and so so it goes, and so and, and also not to steal. Right. By the way, you know. That, Putting God's name in vain. <laughs> yes, this is true. But but really, I just I've outlined a few things there right. within the Ten Commandments. Yeah, a lot of these these games and movies routinely either ignore, transgress, or undermine, right. uh, or seek to downplay or ridicule. Um, and and yet at the same time, <clears throat> um, uh, it's clear that, that God has outlined these these commandments in, uh, in for our good, for our benefit, mm, so that mm. we will not fall into the traps, the heartache, the pain that accompanies right. so much of transgressing that comes with the transgressing these various different uh, boundaries that right. exist in life that provide us with the stability, the security, yes. and the peace and prosperity that we'd otherwise that, that that could be ours, but we will otherwise miss if we if we do engage in these sorts of sordid, uh, immoral kinds of uh, behaviors and activities. In the New Testament, we, we see in the New Testament that, uh, yes, the, the commandments are still referred to, mm. but now we also have various principles that come with living in the spirit, living according to God's spirit within our lives and not according to the spirit of the age right. uh, or the spirit of the evil one. And so uh, one of those principles is enunciated there in 1 Corinthians 10, verse 31. The Apostle Paul says that, um, uh, therefore, whatsoever you do, do it all to the glory of God. Whether you eat or whether you drink, whatsoever you do, huh. do it all to the glory of God. So right from the mundane matters of everyday life, right, right on through to our entertainment choices, yeah. um, we need to be thinking, Thinking less about okay, how can I engage in some escapism, some mindlessness, <laughs> and start to think more mindfully and more carefully about the choices that we make, because the choices we make mm. 
choose us and choose the person we become. Wow. Yeah. That's, that, that's quite amazing. Mm. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Dear friend, we've got a free offer, and this is the book, The Messiah, by Jerry D. Thomas, an adaptation, a contemporary uh, version of the great classic book, Desire of Ages. If you're interested in this free offer, please do send in your code word to the number 04888-8811. And the code word is SA, as in South Australia, and number 28. Please do stay with us, and we'll be right back. You are listening to Faith FM, Drive Time, big Q&A with Fabiano here and Pastor Hugh in the studio. We are discussing uh, the following topic. How should the biblical Christian relate to the supernatural in films and gaming? We 
have been covering the following theme throughout this whole week, the Bible and the paranormal in a faithless world. Friends, if you are interested in the previous presentations, you can go to faithfm.com.au or download the app and you'll be able to follow uh, and uh, listen to the uh, previous presentations. But let me now once again come back to Pastor Hugh, who's been answering the question, how should the biblical Christian relate to the supernatural in films and gaming and ask him, what else can the Bible share with us regarding navigating the media? That's a really good question. I think really it's important for us to allow the Bible to speak for itself. Wonderful. Uh, and as we've been pointing out so far, just in quick review, uh, it, it is really clear that neurologically and also sociologically that we're facing a, um, uh, the reality of how that when we are trying to escape reality, <clears throat> when we're trying to get ourselves into a, into a different atmosphere, away from all the responsibilities and the commitments, maybe the ideological commitments, maybe all the confusing array of ideas that exist within society today, mm-hmm. and get ourselves into a gaming environment or into a into a mindless uh, uh, movie environment perhaps <laughs> that that uh, in doing so we uh, are really we, we are being wired and programmed and conditioned by what what we're viewing and we cannot help but take that back with us into the realm that we've sought to escape mm. um, and and so the more we're wired by others decisions we're also wired to consider then what experiences are possible in the real world um, but i think what also needs to be added is that that um that these games and these movies they offer more than just a means of escape from reality but they also make promises to us some unstated, if you like, about how we can export that order back into lived reality. Wow. And uh, when you consider that oftentimes in, in movies and oftentimes in games, uh, it is an, a sense of order that is disconnected from what is rightfully possible in the lived realm uh, and that uh, sometimes it involves quite a deal of anarchy, maybe a high, high degree of violence, maybe even a, a, a deep degree of a satanic or occultic ritual that, mm. that, the, that the player is being exposed to or, or engaging with, um, that this then becomes quite problematic, becomes a real, a real issue with what we then bring back with us mm. into our lived lives, or at least in our thinking about the world around us. Mm. Now, does this mean that we shouldn't be watching movies, that we shouldn't be, um, <clears throat> we shouldn't be playing video games? Mm. I don't know if we're suggesting that um, so much uh, as perhaps we're suggesting that there are moral, there are religious, there's medical even, hmm. uh, as well as media effects that come uh, from exposing ourselves to the wrong media or the wrong um, uh, the, the wrong uh, elements, yeah. if you like, in these sorts of entertainments. Um, and I probably should hasten to add that there are some more wholesome yes. games and the more wholesome movies that do exist out there, sadly in much smaller number or percentage than what perhaps they used to be. <laughs> uh, but if we are going to engage in, in entertainment, we need mm. to be looking for wholesome uh, and, and uh, high-minded and, mm. uh, and helpful and positive yeah. uh, moral uh, not morally neutral, but morally <laughs> positive, um, such entertainments. Yeah. Now, I probably should also should note that as a church, yes, that uh, the Seventh Day Adventist Church has actually produced some of its own video games and its That's own right. films because we know that that these have great potential to influence people for good. Yes, I was just thinking about that as well. Yeah. So we should probably just note that before we go into what the Bible has to say. Yes. Because it's important to note that that you know uh, that l- literature. 
mm-hmm. and the very best of the truth of the Bible mm-hmm. uh, was a means by which God sought to uh, to lead us back to Himself, and and movies and games can also achieve that as well. Mm. Uh, and uh, you know, I think of Heroes too, yes. which is uh, an Adventist video game. That's right. Um, that is uh, a trivia Bible trivia game has even a global championship attached to it. So if our ah. listeners are into games, maybe you might like to check that out some stage. Um, but what does the Bible say about the occult? What does the Bible say about the supernatural and, mm-hmm. and dark sinister forces? Right. Uh, and, uh, and, and how that we then should relate to films and video games that depict these sorts of things. Uh-huh. Well, if you've got your Bibles handy there, folks, I'd really encourage you to take a look in uh, Deuteronomy uh, chapter 18 and verses 9 uh, to 12, uh, because here we see that, that uh, Moses is addressing the people just before they cross the Jordan into the promised land. And, and he says to them there, When you come into the land which the Lord your God gives you, you shall not learn to follow the abominable practices of wow. those nations. So in other words, God is saying from the very outset through Moses here that, that God's kingdom is going to be different to the kingdoms of this world. Right. God is going to be forming a people. Um, and differently to the way that the world forms. In uh-huh. fact, this reminds me of what the Apostle Paul says. He says, you know, do not be conformed by the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Give mm. yourselves over as a living sacrifice to God wow. um, in this way. So it's really important then to to not be conformed uh, to the ways of thinking that would tear us down, yes. but rather to be transformed in ways that, as God builds us up. Um, and so Moses says here that when you go into the promised land, don't learn to follow these abominable practices of these nations. Right. What What were these practices? Well, he says, there shall not be found among you anyone who burns his son or his daughter as an offering. Interesting. You can't kind of even begin to imagine someone doing that to their children. Yeah, it's horrible. And yet, mm. this was what was happening with these supernatural idol, uh, uh, idol or idolatrous practices right. uh, of the nations that existed there. These supernatural practices mm. um, or related ones. Anyone who practices divination, a soothsayer, an auger, an enchanter, uh, uh, one who looks for omens, a sorcerer. A charmer, a medium, a wizard, a necromancer, or one who purports to speak to the dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, because whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord. So not just the practices. Yes. When we get so involved in them, they become part of who we are. Right. Uh, and, and so <clears throat> that's an abominable thing to God. They begin to degrade us and, and degrade the image of God within us as we begin to take on the image of the idol or the image of the demonic force that's yes. behind of it. And so... Um, because of these abominable practices, the Lord your God is driving out the nations before you. Mm. Um, and we find in the New Testament that nothing's changed where this is <laughs> concerned because um, the rejection of these practices is confirmed there. For example, in Acts chapter 19 and verse 18, right. we see here that uh, um, in Ephesus, Paul is is uh, preaching the word there. He's sharing the, a message of hope that Christ has come, he's died, he's risen again, he's coming again. Yes. Uh, and many of the people in that city were deeply convicted uh, about this message. And it's really right. interesting to note how they responded because it says there that many of those who were now believers came confessing and divulging their practices. And a number of those who practiced magic arts brought uh-huh. their books together and burned them in the sight of all. Oh, so that the word of the Lord grew and prevailed mightily. Now, yes. for those of you out there who believe in uh, freedom of conscience and uh, the right to to freedom of speech and and to be able to to write what you like and to read what you like, yes. uh, look, we're not saying that uh, we, we're requiring everyone to go out and burn all their books. <laughs> this is not a book burning exercise. No. But what is happening here is Paul's just sharing a message of hope from the Lord. And the people themselves were mm, so convicted, convicted yeah. that they realized that the 
practices they'd engaged in before right. were antithetical. They were so um, uh, diametrically opposed right. to this message of light. They'd been living so much in the darkness before, and they began to realize, hey, we're no longer children of darkness. We're children of light. And mm. so they begin to um, say, look, <laughs> these books don't belong in my life anymore. That's good. Now, if that's yeah. true about books back there, which was the media by which people operated in those times, how much more so would that be true about films that's right. where we not just read and we imagine – and, and by the way, you know, uh, Paul says uh, that every imagining of our mind, let's take it captive to Christ. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Um, okay. and, and, and how much more so then with regards to films where we're seeing these things portrayed before our eyes, hearing these things, and maybe even in 3D now, <laughs> in, <you> know, 3D. <laughs> in, in, in certain cinemas, they, they yes. allow for that. Um, and then how much more so when you're role-playing a game Wow. In a video game mm. where you're living out mm. the experience mm. it becomes part of who you are that's right yeah. I mean that's you think right. about when you when you hear uh, maybe those of you who were traumatized as a child by arguments between parents mm. can mm. you can you remember those times folks and where yeah. the, your, your mother and father maybe were yelling and, and, and maybe even one or the other was violent towards towards each other some of that <clears throat> begins to become owned by us interesting uh, and you, we talk about people who um, who talk in a loud voice or maybe get angry, and the baby in the womb responds <laughs> Can to hear that, that. Yep. And, and, and starts to, um, we, we understand from uh, neurological sciences these days, begins to um, own some of that and begins to identify with that. Um, so how much more so when we ourselves are playing these things out in the so-called virtual realm? Um, in the book of Revelation, towards the end, we're told that those who practice these arts, Revelation 21 and verse 8, also in Revelation 22, we're told that they shall not have a place in the kingdom of heaven. So you know, this shows just how antithetical, how much opposed uh, these things are to each other. Hmm. Um, in Isaiah, okay. prophet Isaiah says uh-huh. uh, in chapter 8 and verse 19, he says, When they say to you, consult the mediums, look to the wizards who chirp and mutter and moan, should not a people consult their God? You know, so right. in other words, it's unthinkable to the prophet Isaiah that a person who knows God and has his teaching and testimony in his life would want to look to other sources right. um, that will lead people away from God. Interesting. Um, something I think that's really important here is that this is very relational. Um, <clears throat> you know, you might say it's too intrusive. You know, why should Christianity influence uh, all my choices, uh, <laughs> every aspect of my life? And sorry but, to interrupt, but that's, that is actually the question. Yes. Uh, that I'm hearing from a, a, a lot of people, especially those of, of a younger generations. Yes. Because they say, and that is actually what is being, or should I say, I guess that is the, that is almost like the, 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 the norm, the atmosphere of which they're, yes. they're swimming through because yes. my choice are my choice and, you know, this uh, relativistic mm. approach. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, why should the Bible tell why? me what to do? Well, this is right. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. so this is what people are saying and then what they're thinking. So you're mm. so true in saying that. Um, and yet at the same time, yeah. if, isn't every relationship like this? That's right. I mean, you look at the relationship between a, uh, between a husband and a wife, between yeah. two spouses. You know, uh, when I became married to my wife, um, I couldn't help but begin to yeah. be influenced and affected in every area of my life. Yeah, um, yeah. And so, you know, how tidy I am, how I keep my clothes, mm. um, do I toss them on the floor or do I hang them <laughs> up? Uh, you know, um, how I drive the car, how often I use the phone, what kind yeah. of friends I make, uh, mm. all, all these sorts of things begin to be impacted somewhat by the relationship. Even where I go for recreation or the types of things I, I in, indulge in uh, recreationally. Um, so, but um, I haven't noticed 
in all of that how I'm particularly restricted mm. uh, in in any sense, really, except perhaps okay. um, when it comes to you know um, when I, when it comes time to to hang up my clothes instead of uh, <laughs> you know, tossing them beside the bed, that sort of thing. It's it's only natural for me right. to want to behave myself in a new way, in a better way, because I'm in a relationship that's bringing the best out of me. Yes, and and, and that's especially true in a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's right. Uh, we begin to be changed. Jesus said that um, that when you come to know me, in John 15, he says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Mm-hmm. But apart from me, you can do nothing. Wow. And so um, as we begin to know Christ, we begin to become more like him. We, we're really connected with him. Yeah. Uh, and we will no longer want to live that, that way that we once did. And let me just say this. In the Bible, time and again, divination, following after evil spirits, the occult, the, the dark supernatural forces, uh-huh. is considered rebellion. Mm. Um, that the sin of divination is as rebellion, we're told wow. in Isaiah. We're told in Leviticus that <clears throat> if, if a person turns to mediums and wizards playing the harlot, that they are living um, in a an unfaithful way to God, and so in other words, it's spiritual unfaithfulness. Wow, we are actually becoming an idolater, uh, not only an idolater, but we're also becoming uh, an unfaithful partner to Jesus. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, so mm. we were basically mm. saying, I would rather spend time with these dark evil forces than what I would to spend time with the Lord of Life and of Light in Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. And and so my my encouragement to our listeners today is that when you come to know Jesus. You will have a higher calling that leads you to live in a in a countercultural light in the darkness way uh-huh. that is an abundant way of living and that will influence others around you for the good and not for not for the worse. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Pastor Hugh. I wish we had more time. Dear listeners, thank you for tuning in. The Bible says in fact these are the words of Jesus, I believe. You'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. Thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever true. Change my heart, oh God. May I be like you. I be like